This is the Sell My Business in 10 Weeks.com podcast with Trevor Monaghan and Clive Jones. In this series, we will make fun of each other and share some of our self proclaimed wisdom about understanding what your business is worth now, how to make it worth more, and how to get it ready for sale. Welcome back to Sell My Business in 10 Weeks, and uh, I'm Clive Jones, Business and Executive Coach. Am I allowed to talk? You are this time. Okay, I'm Trevor Monahan, Chartered Accountant Business Coach. I've been told, uh, I don't think it was through customer feedback, I think it was more Clive feedback. But I'm not, not allowed to do much talking on this one. And he's already talked too much. <laughs> now, look, um, we promised on the last uh, podcast that we'd be uh, talking with you today about um, the marketing, sales and distribution strategies section of the uh, information memorandum, which is available on the uh, website there for around about the $100. And uh, just jokingly there with Trevor, we uh, we spoke about um, keeping curbing him in the, on the last episode to less than 50% of the, the speaking, which is going to be a real challenge for him. But if you do want to uh, listen to uh, Trevor ramble on, um, incoherently about marketing, then just get get your hands on the uh, information memorandum document because uh, coming along with that is uh, a video on each section and uh, yeah, we just couldn't shut him up on that section so you'll enjoy it there. Is that true, Trevor? I'm not talking. You're not talking. Okay. So I'm going to ask you some questions so you have to talk. Um, what what is what is the um, the section in this inf- information memorandum around uh, marketing and strategies? Why do why do we need to do that in an info info, info memo? Well, if you could say Can information say memorandum inf- properly, info memo, that would be a start. That? <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you're going to talk, you're going to talk properly, Clive. Well, it comes back to just um, <clears throat> my personal frustration and my um, lifelong mission now to. Um, convince people that marketing is more than advertising and um, broad broad brush advertising at that. Mm-hmm. Um, as an accountant, I see a lot of businesses' books. As a business valuer, I get to tell people how much their business isn't worth. I, I say it that way because most of them it's less than they think, less than they hope. Um, and a lot of the time it comes back to they haven't identified the target market and they haven't created a marketing um, channel or uh, marketing message distribution mechanism to get that marketing message through to those those target markets and so you see too many bus- businesses out there just going okay i'm really good at making this stuff and you know i'm not telling any anyone anything new here i understand that but uh, you know, we have to keep harping on about it because um you know all of us we sort of lose sight of this we go back to i'm really good at x i'm just going to tell people that and it should all work out so the essence of what we're putting together in the in the document is the fact that we know everything there is to know about our marketing. We know what our unique selling points are. We know what our branding is, and the branding is clear. Um, we know the the segments that we're marketing through and the channels. So it's it's a summary of all all that information, so that any prospective buyer knows that that's all laid out, and they've got a path to follow. Yeah, so do us an example, given you're the one supposed to be talking. How about we all pick a random industry, um, let's call it a retail shop. A retail I'm shop. I'm not going to tell you what it sells, but it's a retail shop. What 
you know, just run through the sections here within this within okay, this section. Okay, so so with the uh, the USP of the retail shop. What's USP? Um, mean? The unique selling proposition. We already covered that one. Oh, did uh, we? Oh, Trevor, wasn't, sorry, um, I wasn't listening. Yep. So with 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 the uh, unique selling proposition or position um, for the retail shop is where do they stand in the marketplace? How, how does what sort of competitive advantage do they have over their co- competitors? So. Has has the um, the retail shop got a, uh, for example, easy parking out the front, whereas their competitors don't have easy parking, or they might be in a major shopping centre where um, there's a lot of traffic and their uh, competitors don't have that sort of position. So you've got different uh, different selling points like that. Is that what you're expecting? Yeah, probably yeah. brands they can carry. Um, the branding. Um, if if they have a recognised brand name, uh, making it easy for them to uh, get their message out into the marketplace because they don't have to spend so much effort selling the the name, um, they can actually sell the the product or the service that they're selling behind that name. So would, given that your it's your example here, would would somebody pay for a brand? How do you, if someone comes to you and says? Clive, what's a brand worth? Okay, look, if, yeah, what's a brand worth? That's a good, good question. People do pay that, but how do, how do you put a value on that? Um, that comes back to the, um, the prospective buyer and what they feel that that brand is worth and potential, what potential value it has. But um, it, it, people are more ready, readily willing to, to buy a well-known brand than they are to buy something that's unknown. So that does stand. Well, I guess the assumption is that because there's a brand, you have an ability to make more money. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, you can't go to your bank manager and say, "I'd like to deposit this brand, please." He will say, "Sorry, we only yeah. deposit money." That's all. That's all it is. Is it's a potential. You know, there's a. I guess a respect in the marketplace for that brand, so it makes it easier for you to sell it. So therefore, you make more money. So how would your retail example person, what would they put into the marketing segments section? The uh, market awareness of that brand, they could have some, uh, well, we're talking here about the, the sales and distribution strategies. So you could have uh, in that um, section details around their, um, the market recognition of the brand. Um, any marketing collateral that you have around that brand feedback uh, um, in 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 the media um, that recognises the brand. Um, so, what about channels? How would you, if you're okay? So, you're a business coach. Uh, let's pretend for a minute you're a business coach, a real yeah. one. Oh, I'm pretending. Yeah. <laughs> How long have you been pretending for? <laughs> Twenty years. <laughs> So let's let's no, let's, all jokes aside. Let's let's pretend you're a real one, and <laughs> and we're we're talking about channels. So this is a general retailer. Your example, you know, what kind of channels? What is a channel? What is a marketing channel? Again, it's, people people don't good, understand yeah, this it's language. Jargon channels. What is a channel? A channel is a means of promoting the business. So it could be a physical channel. Okay, like you you said said earlier, Trevor, advertising. Yeah, and there's there's different channels of advertising. Could it be yeah, digital media. It could be the press. Um, it could be online. 
that you could have other channels, for example, you could have alliances and you could have sales reps. There's, there's a range of different mediums for you to get the message out there. You could have, um, uh, you, we're talking about a reseller, but you might have a wholesaler that's selling to retailers. Yeah, that could be one of their channels of distribution. So why, to put it back in context, why would a potential buyer of this retailing business care about channels? Why would they care about the channels? I think... Um, is, is it purely just diversification? They, they want to know how you're selling the product right now. So if you've got more than one avenue, you know, cause, you know for example, uh, let me talk about a, a furniture retailer, for example, that's got a website. Now they might have the website that uh, a lot of this product could be sold online and they deliver the furniture out. All right, so there's, there's another channel. Um, they, they, might, uh, they might do catalog drops. All right, so there's another channel for their marketing to uh, bring clients into their shop. So when, when, you, when you look at all of those different channels for promotion, promoting the business, uh, that are established and you've got tested and measured results so you know how well they work that that helps the buyer decide how much more effective their marketing channels are. And do you think it could be if, for example, your furniture retailer had a really good website and that basically conquered that channel, uh, a potential buyer could be another furniture retailer themselves that hasn't got a website presence yet mm-hmm. and, you know, Possibly they would be buying this this whole business because of what that because of what that's developed that business has mm. spent the time and the money developing the channel. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's the kind of stuff that um, you know I was, I was talking before about. Sometimes you just read one little thing mm. and it changes your perspective on everything. Yeah, and you might have another furniture retailer just thinking they're buying this store just to get a bigger presence, another mm-hmm. location, and then they come across this thing in the marketing, sales, distribution, strategy section that just glorifies this whole online presence they've got. Mm-hmm. It's all truth. Yep, yep. And suddenly that it's gone from a commodity transaction to an absolute aspirational transaction. Yeah. And done, you know, taking the value with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that you know that's the that's the reason why we keep coming back to it a basic nuts and bolts with photos of the business is not good enough if you're trying to get a sale for, you know, what your business is worth. So keep on this example, what what kind of you know, in the document, we're asking for lead generation activities. What would okay. we What would we want to share with somebody? You know, exact, and they might be a competitor, they might be an investor, but why would we want to show somebody the, the specific activities we're doing for for marketing for lead generation? To show first up to show that we do have some lead generation happening, so that uh, you know we demonstrate that the business has got good market awareness out there. So yeah, there's there's potential for the business to continue but also to show that there are a number of different ideas that this business, you know, the prospective buyer can use to um, ramp up the sale, you know, ramp up the business once they do buy it. Okay. Um, how much detail would you think you would put in that in the, in the typical information memorandum for a retail business? Do you think lead generation is gonna be, you know, is it gonna be a significant part of this? Uh, this I, 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 I would put in, um, enough information to excite the uh, the buyer that there are uh, a range of um, strategies that you can use to get new clients in through the door. Um, the actual 
process that you go through with that lead generation. I don't necessarily, you know, I wouldn't lay that out, yeah, for competitors to see or anything like that, but, you know, at least to know that you've, you've got those processes in place. Okay. Um, collateral, would you show? I'd certainly show some collateral, okay. some proof, so, yeah. So if you've done... Um, because you... pictures paint a thousand words, I think people can see it a whole lot better that way. Okay, so there's some ideas for people. If, you've, mm. if you come across this stuff and you, and you find that you can't paint the picture with words, paint the picture with a picture. Mm. You touch a brochure. That's if it. you've done a, a, yep. a brochure or a catalogue or something, and if you mm. think that's significant yeah. in the context of, of what you're trying to pitch, mm-hmm. don't hide from it. That's right. So what about... There's, okay. there's a, a wide range of lead generation strategies. You know, it's probably 60 or 70 different strategies. You could list them all out. But you know, what, what you really want to focus on is the ones that you've been using on a regular basis that uh, work well for the business. Okay, so we've talked about marketing and channels. Um, what do we talk about with sales? How much... Why is it relevant to tell the buyer about sales? Okay, so you do, you do your marketing. You know, you've got the leads coming in. Then, then you need to... Um, tell the buyer that uh, you've got strategies in place to actually convert all that um, collateral into um, profit at the end of the day. And the way you do that is to actually convert the sale. So what strategies do you have in place to assist that sales conversion? You know, is there sales training for your team? There are uh, the processes that they follow? Are there follow-up systems? Do they have, um, you know, uh, a staged process for um, different levels of sale. Um, there's, a, there's a range of different things there to um, also, you know, do upsells and cross sells and all those sort of different strategies that you can use to. Uh, so again, we keep coming back to it. Maybe it's it's a you know the basic example tax preparation company being looked at by a mortgage broker. Mm-hmm. They see that. In your sales process, there's ample opportunity to slip in some recommendations to change your mortgage, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, if, they, if you're setting a sales process, there's a questionnaire process that someone goes through before they come in. When they come yep. in, there's a meeting where you talk about financial goals mm-hmm. or at least tax goals or whatever. Yep. Um, yeah, so... It's a simple scripting. That could, you know, if you even mm-hmm. potentially attached a copy of the, the questionnaire or checklist or the script... Mm-hmm. to do with that session yep. again it just might because what we're trying to do is we're trying to excite people a little bit yeah um, if I'm a mortgage broker I'm reading that going mm-hmm. ooh, ooh, ooh that's you know that's mm-hmm. potentially going to do something um, this can produce more profit to me than it is to you and again that's what you're trying to find isn't that's it you're right. trying to find yeah. a buyer that's that's got mm-hmm. confidence that they're going to make more money than you made on your own business yeah because then they're going to pay at least what it's worth that's right so what about something like pricing um, okay, so are we talking about the uh, retail environment yeah. again, and uh, so the pricing strategy. If, if every business has got its own strategy, and I think that what we're talking about in the info memo here is to uh, be clear about what marketplace you're pitching your products at. So, is your is your marketing strategy uh, is your pricing strategy all about? Um, selling the cheapest product and lots of it, um, like Bing Lee or um, people like that, or at least to give that perception? Or is your pricing strategy to aim at um, the higher end um, buyer at where they um, they get a premium product, premium price, premium service? Um, but you need to be clear on that because if you start doing different things, you'll send a confusing message to, to the uh 
to the buyer. Yeah. So okay. it's, it's important to be clear on where you sort of fit into the market. Well, I guess that sums up what you just said there about clear clarity. Mm. Now, to me, that's what that's all this is. This whole document, yeah, it's it's going to be, it's a sales document. It's going to have you know lots of details and lots mm. of commentary within context of the situation of the sale. Yep. But at the end of the day, all you're trying to do is say, I've got a good business. Mm. Trust me. But more than just trust me, let me let me tell you about yeah. what makes it great. Mm-hmm. And it's really about making those things more clear. Then you know, if 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 you're if you've got a real competitive advantage based on your ability to price because of the way you can manufacture something cheaper than you can than the other competitors, if that's what it is, then your document needs to be very clear throughout that that's what you're selling. Yep, you're not selling the nuts and bolts and the bits and machines and that kind of stuff. You're selling. Um, the story that we are in a position because of how we, who we are or what we've done mm-hmm. to make more money than others. And then, you know, if you're not using those things as selling points for documents, if you're then going back to, um, you know, the boilerplate crap about, you know, showing a, you know, financial it's, and asset register, and loss. Yeah. You, you're missing mm-hmm. out on, you know, you, at best you're, you're hoping that people work it out for themselves. Mm. Um, People, people want to be led. And, and the, these are all opportunities to um, explain how good a business you do have. Yep. So, you know, let's wrap this section up then. Mm-hmm. So, you know. So very quickly, yes, you know, once you've got clients on board, there's, there's other strategies you need to consider about getting them to come back. So what sort of um, database do you have in place of these clients or prospects that you can keep in touch with them? and. Uh, build the retention so that you get ongoing sales and uh, one of the things I talk about in coaching is the lifetime value of a client making sure that you you keep in touch and keep them coming back Um, and also another another way of building good strong um, uh, sales turnover is is by having good affiliations and alliances and other people where you can cross-pollinate your marketing for example you tax agent and your mortgage broker if they weren't looking at buying each other out then they could be a good alliance to help each other in business and i guess it's one of those things that you might the purchaser might be struggling to build those alliances mm-hmm. um, they might just buy the bullet and buy you that's it. if you've already established those alliances mm. and again this is this doesn't necessarily have anything to do with your profit and loss statement no. um so this, if, this is potential future business so. yeah so if they're if you're relying on your profit and loss statement to sell your business, mm-hmm. um, you're in you're in huge trouble if it doesn't paint a very clear picture about the future value for somebody mm-hmm. else. If they were to run your business with the synergies or with the ideas they've got, yeah. So I think it, you know, I think we've succeeded. We've explained, you know, why it's important to have this stuff. We've gone into a bit of detail about what kind of things you put in there. But again, it's for every business is different. Uh, really think about the context of your potential buyer. Who are they likely to be? What are they likely to need to see to understand the full value of what you're selling? Again, Trevor, let's just go back to what we're talking about. We mentioned many times before. This is a big sale. You know, this, you, know you, you you put this effort into your um, you know, selling your widgets. But if you actually answer all those questions in the vein of how do I sell this business as well? So I think let's wrap it up there. We're getting to the time. Um, so if you haven't already, go to sellmybusinessin10weeks.com and that's 10 with the one zero. And on there, you can get a free sample of a business valuation report to see what one looks like. You can get Clive's ebook about systemizing your business 
and you can also get updated every time we release something, uh, any podcast or any other product. And as we keep mentioning, you can buy this template. It's only about a hundred bucks. Uh, it will save you, you know, a lot of money. Give an idea. Um, most business brokers charge at least two and a half thousand dollars just to get started. But it's not just a document; it's videos as well to explain each section. Yeah. Um, and the idea is that once you've got this ammunition yourself, regardless of how you sell it, whether you go and use an advisor like a broker or whether you do it yourself by talking to investors or competitors, you've got a document either way and no one can take that away from you. But at the end of the day, what you will probably find out as you fill this document in is that you need to change some things before you sell, uh, which is a whole other conversation, but you know, effectively use it as a business coaching document as well. Uh, I wouldn't waste any money on business coaches. I don't, don't know any good ones. Clive, do you know any? <laughs> no. Sorry, Trevor, I don't. Uh, next session, we're going to be talking about people and talking, you know, explaining why you need to talk to talk about the people, even if the people aren't coming with the business. That's a really important thing. Um, any last feedback? No, look, I, it's, it's, a, it's a really important part of the, um, the document, I think, uh, to help people understand what they're actually buying. So... Um, Again, just go through it step by step and make sure that you consider it. In fact, I think as you, as you work through this document, whether you sell your business or not, you'll have a much better business. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the Sell My Business in 10 Weeks.com podcast. And just remember, the advice is only generally nature. But if you are serious about selling your business, you should check out the resources page of our website where we've got videos and templates to create an awesome pitch document for your business, which you will need if you're selling. And don't forget to subscribe on our website for advanced notification and bonus materials.